The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, December 5th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. The way that we do that is we encourage you to contact us. How do you do that? You go to jillonmoney.com. Jillonmoney.com is our website. There's a little button that says contact us. When you click it, you complete the form. We'll get your note. If you want to come on the air, you've got to click that box that says, yes, I want to come on the air. Now, while you're on the website, just bookmark the website in case any financial question comes up later. And also check out the free weekly newsletter. Mark compiles this every single week, comes out on Fridays. It's a wonderful tune-up to your weekend. So check that out. All right. Today, we are joined by Martin, who is on the line from Atlanta. Hi, Martin. What can we do for you? I am 52. I'm late to the personal finance um, arena. But, but I want to know if I can still retire in five years. Okay, let Mark, let's just answer that right now. No, you can't. Okay, we're next. I'm only kidding. Tell us about yourself. How, how you When you're late to the game, what have you amassed so far? And what do we need to know about you? Okay, so I, I work in education. Mm-hmm. And I am completing my 28th year. And so uh, I look forward to retiring in, again in five years. And I will probably have like 35 years experience just because of some accumulated um, leave. Mm-hmm. And so I, I will have a, a pension of 105 per year pre-tax. Wow. 105 yes. grand a year. It, do you have a cost of living adjustment on that pension? Yes, we do. Okay. Yes, we do, yes. So you're entitled to take that at age 57. Does that $105,000 a year, would that, I know it's pre-tax, but let's say that after taxes, you clear eighty grand. Would that pay the bills that you have right now? Let's see. Uh, I probably still would need maybe four, four to ten per year. Like another ten grand a year total. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's let's say even say twelve grand a year because okay. I like to make things easy. So you would need another twelve grand a year. All right. That seems reasonable. Have you saved any money in a defined contribution plan? In your case, it might be a 457 or a 403B. I do. The 403B, currently I have about 170. 
Mm-hmm. And then I have a Roth, again, start to late, so I have about 12. I have savings, I have 30K in savings. Where do you live? You have a house oh, or do you have an apartment? No, I mean, I a, a, a rental. I'm sorry, I live in a house. Okay. How much is the house worth? About eight, 800. Wow. Nicely done. Is there still a mortgage outstanding? Yes, it's a recent move, so about 450. What's the mortgage interest rate? Do you know? 2.625. Oh, my God. And is it a 30-year? Yes, yes. Okay, no extra payments on that. Of course not. Of course not. Any other debt outstanding? Any old, like, student loans or a car loan, anything like that? Uh, We have a a car loan, about 16, but the interest rate is 1.9. We have a HELOC, but it's only for, um, I guess, serious emergencies Mm -hmm. because we haven't even touched it. You said a we. Is there a spouse here? Yes. I, uh, my wife, uh, she makes about 30 a year. Uh-huh. Uh, for her investments, she has about 12 in a Roth IRA. And so combined some old four three Bs, she has about 30, 35. Is she also going to be entitled to a pension or not? Yes, but her pension, probably about 500 a month. Is the game plan that she too would work another five years and then collect that five hundred a month? Oh, I don't know. She. You should talk to her sometime. I bet yeah. she's nice. <laughs> she's not ready. She's not ready to retire. She's not ready to project or predict when she will stop working. So. Okay, let me ask you this. Let's say it's five years from now, and you have this hundred five thousand dollars coming in pre-tax, and your wife continues to make thirty grand a year. Could you guys live on that total? Like yes. 135, you know, maybe we net out 100. And would that be okay? Yes, we could. And I don't mind finding a part-time job or mm. something that's not, you know, connected to, to my current prof- mm-hmm. profession. So, yes, I don't mind. Are you currently putting money into the 403B? And if so, how much are you putting in? I am. Right now I'm putting 1000 a month, but mm-hmm. my plan is to up it to 1500 a month in January. And of course, with the increase in the Roth IRA contribution, the extra 500. And I I guess another question I have is, again, because I'm late to the game, I'm all equity. You have two arguments. You have some people who say, well, because you have this pension, you can be more aggressive. Or because you have this pension, maybe you should be conservative to keep as much as you can. So I'm torn. Mm. Do you guys have kids? Yes, we have um, two kids. One's a freshman in college, and one is a junior in high school. And our plan, we're cash flowing college for the kids. Fortunately, in Georgia, you know, if you have great grades, they take care of your tuition. My freshman daughter, she's doing research, so she gets a couple thousand for that. She's applied to be an RA, so she's on board as well. So she's trying mm-hmm. to cut costs. Hmm. And, and we told our kids, you know, we will cash flow up to maybe your junior year. And then you might have to do a partial loan just so that they have some skin in the game. And then when I retire, I can, when I retire, I can cash out. I, I would receive a quarter of my salary. So my wife and I said, you know, if they have loans, we would use that maybe to, as a gift to pay off any, any loan. Okay. That seems reasonable, though. Is your wife currently contributing to a retirement account as well? No, just the Roth IRA. Okay. So you guys are both maxing your Roths. Yes. I'm interested because you have this five-year ramp up, right? Your current salary is how much? One fifty. I'm wondering whether I even want you to put money in the 403B. 
I presume there's no Roth option for your um, 403B. Is that correct? Or am I incorrect? You are correct. I am correct. No Roth option. Right. Oh, yeah. Another question. Should Mm. I open up a brokerage account or is it too late? Well, that's what I'm thinking about. Here's what I'm considering. You got this 170 grand in the 403B. But, you know, I'm also wondering if for you, between your age 57, there's like a decade that we're going to fund, right? Because you'll be entitled to Social Security, will you not? No, unfortunately, no. Oh, you will not. But will your wife or not? Yes. You know, really, I, I, I am eligible just because of the time when I worked from, from being a teenager up through my 20s. Mm-hmm. So so I, I do, you know, I saw that I would receive three or 400 a month. But because of the pension, you know, they have that policy where if you have a certain amount of money, it decreases yeah. your Social Security. Yeah. So, so I don't even consider that as part okay, of Okay. So let's not even think about that. So you have, you will have income, right? We know that your pension is 105. Your wife is going to add another five or 6,000 to that. So let's just say between the two of you, you'll have 110 grand a year coming in, which is great. The question becomes, where do we start saving for the excess? Like as things get more expensive, where should we save? And I'm a little torn right now because I know it's easy to put money in the 403B because it happens automatically, payroll deduction. But I'm wondering if I'm going to ask Mr. Mark to weigh in on this. Given that Martin is 52 years old and we've got, you know, in five years, we need to have, start really piling up money. It's not like there's a ton of money in 403B assets. I guess the question is whether it makes more sense to get some tax deduction today versus paying the tax and putting money in a brokerage account. Mark, I'm giving you the choice. What do you think? Since he wants to call it quits at 57, I, I would want some money that's not behind that. I think the listener called it the paywall. So I, I would open up a brokerage account. I mean, if there's a match, get the match. But I think everything else I would put in a brokerage. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm sort of considering that if you're going to go 1000 or $1,500 a month into the 403B at this point, I might shift that. Where is your Roth IRA held? Vanguard. At Vanguard. I think you could open up a Vanguard brokerage account, pretty much just build what I would call it a supplemental retirement account. And you'd want to use index funds because it's taxable. But you know, it's funny, you guys are going to be in a pretty high tax bracket, not high, but you're going to, you're going to collect some decent income here, right? And even in five years, if your wife continues to work, you're kind of solidly in this 22% tax bracket, which is where you are now. Correct. So I would I would start building up a a brokerage account. Now, the question about stocks versus no stocks, here's what I want you to think about. The brokerage account must have less risk because you might need to dip into it. It could be that in 5 years you retire and your wife's like, "Remember I said I want to keep working? I don't want to I don't want to keep working." In which case, you would want to have some extra money floating around and you'd want to be able to tap some of the money. And so I think in your, to start your brokerage account, the goal from, you know, sort of the allocation point of view would be like half risky, half not so risky. If you wanted to keep all stocks in your 403B or even in your Roth, I'm in a, I'm a wimp and I'm on the record being a wimp. I don't know if you need to have that much risk. You could have more like 80% in stocks and 20% in, you know, less risky or less volatile bonds. But there is an argument to be made that you're just saving money for a super long runway that's really essentially for your kids. 
And if you don't mind the risk, you probably will not tap your 403B until you have to at age 72. Correct. And so if you're comfortable holding that much risk, I don't know if there's a big impetus to to change it. And there is also, and this is about how you feel, but there is the other side of it, which you articulated, which is, well, why am I taking risk if I don't have to? I, I mean, like, I don't need it. I don't really need it. But if it doesn't bother you, I don't see there's a big issue here. The The risk parameters, you should think about the Roth money is the very last money that anyone is going to access. That can be the riskiest. The next step down in risk would be the 403B. The next step down in risk would be the brokerage account. And that's how I would look at it. I think you're going to be able to retire. When you started this conversation, I'm 52 and I want to retire in five years. I'm like, no. But now I think you're all right. Right. And I really mean retiring from you know, my current position, taking on a new venture. Okay. Well, even then, think about the fact that if at age 57, between you and your wife, you made fifty or $60,000, you're golden. You're absolutely golden. And that that brokerage account is just a little bit of a safety net for you guys. And maybe the brokerage account builds up, builds up, builds up. You never touch it. And your kids are done with college and you help them pay back their loans. That's fine. We're not going to do it yet, but I think that that will work for you. Okay. So since my plan was to increase the contribution to 1500 should I 750 Like how much, what's the allocation for the 43B and the brokerage or do I just cease contributions to the four? How do you, I, I mean, you can start by doing it this way. How about this? In 2023, why don't you put 750 into the 403B and 750 into a brokerage? See how you do. I think you're going to end up moving all to brokerage, but let's do that for a year. How's that? Now, you think you're going to stay in this house, by the way? Yes, we're going to stay in it for at least, gosh, 10 to 20, yes. Great. You know, you've got a lot of equity in there. It's just that, you know, obviously that rate is ridiculous. It's so good. So I wouldn't want to give it up if I didn't have to. So as long as you say you don't you don't want to move, don't move. Do you guys have any um, life insurance that's floating around that we should get rid of? I mean, right now I have a, I have a million. I think okay. I have maybe 15 more years and my wife has 500. Okay. And you have your estate documents in place? I, I'm going to be honest with you. They're printed and they're... They have sat on our office desk for almost a year, so no. Mm, I need a special sound effect, Mark, for the the people who have printed but not signed and notarized. The hurdle must be quite high to pick up a pen and use a blue pen, you know? Good Lord. Get it done. I will. We will get it done. All right. Can I say um, something? Yeah. I know how you, you, you comment on, you, you'll get hate mail because of, you know, people have acquired so, so much of their assets. But I like to say for those who haven't, um, use it as a learning opportunity for the next generation because everything that I didn't do in my 20s, 30s, and some of my 40s, I, my kids are aware, so they're on the right track. So I think the haters can use it to motivate others. I like that. I mean, haters don't be haters. Also, like you, I can learn from people also. Yes. I, you also realize that part of the reason that people have so much money is they've just chosen different professions. I mean, I'm sure that if your training had led you not into education, but all of a sudden you were, uh, you know, an engineer and you worked at a, a, you know, in a technology company, you would have a higher net worth. 
but some of it is just luck. You chose a profession that worked out. Some of it is real ability to save and squirrel that money away. Some of it, like in your case, like I I devoted myself to a profession that wasn't high paying. It didn't necessarily allow me to put a ton of money away, but I can make it because I chose a profession where there is a pension. And I think that there are a lot of ways to get where you want to go. So most of the time, like Mark and I, you know, we, we meet a ton of people who have a, you know, tons and tons of money. Sometimes they're just lucky. Sometimes they're smart. Sometimes they worked for a great company that went public and they were lucky about it. Some of them work for old farty media companies like the one we do. And they were just lucky to accumulate stock at a time or retire when it was still high. You know, all of these things, they're often luck. We shouldn't draw these big conclusions and make judgments about people. We should just say, tell us where you want to go. We hope we can get you there. And I think in your case, Martin, you're going to get there. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. And you let us know how it goes. All right. Okay. I will. I'll reach out to you in a year. All right. That sounds great. If you, like Martin, would like to come on the program, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com. That's our website. Click the Contact Us button and we'll get you going. Mark does everything. While you're on the website, please do pre-order my new book. It's called The Great Money Reset. And if you do that right now, you will secure your spot to join me for a live online webinar in February. So check it out. It's all on the website. Pre-order the book. Oh, and you get a signed book plate for each pre-order that you make. So, you know, all there for you. It's, it's a lot of Jill on money right now. So good luck on that. Uh, and if you have a moment, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple. It's often how people discover us. So just do that. And let's get more people involved. Lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 